see a lot of people fly home. We try to book our flight early, as early as possible. So we're just getting under the wire. Thanksgiving holiday travel is looking almost like it did before the pandemic. AAA predicting close to 53.5 million Americans will travel over the next five days, 13% more than last year and only 5% less than two years ago before the pandemic hit. NFL star J.J. Watt is covering funeral expenses for the six people killed by his SUV driver in Wisconsin during a Christmas parade on Sunday. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Big news from Simply Safe Home Security. Okay, okay. Actually, I think the horns are too much. Yeah, that's better. Big news. The new wireless outdoor security camera is here. Yes, Simply Safe's award-winning home security just got even better, taking whole home protection to a whole new level. Okay, I'm I'm missing the horns. Simply Safe is celebrating this new camera with 50% off a new system this week. Visit simplysafe.com. Just in time for Christmas, Michael Lindell has dropped the price of the standard classic My Pillow, regularly $69.98 to $19.98. Now Queen and King size slightly higher, but that price includes a free press and pack bag so you can take your My Pillow with you anywhere. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use my promo code USA or call 1-800-951 8175. Support Mike Lindell and American Jobs and give my pillow for Christmas. Weekly jobless claims are at their lowest level in more than 50 years. The Labor Department reporting 199,000 Americans filing initial jobless claims last week. President Biden spending his Thanksgiving at a million dollar estate. It's the first couple's first Thanksgiving as president and first lady. Turkey for me. Turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe. President Biden and the first lady Jill Biden will be eating their turkey on Nantucket, which is a family tradition. They arrived there on Tuesday evening after some community service at the D.C. Central Kitchen. The Biden family has celebrated Thanksgiving on the tiny Massachusetts island since 1975. They only missed the trip last year because of the pandemic. And from the USA Radio News New England Bureau, I'm Chris Barnes. You're listening to USA Radio News. Locally owned and operated, come on down to Academy of Hair Design located at 5191 West Charleston Boulevard, number 150 today to begin your career in cosmetology. There is something for everyone from cosmetology to nail technology. You will be able to have the hands-on training that is needed to succeed in this career field. Call 702 702- 878-1185 or visit www.ahdvegas.com today. As a three-time international award-winning restaurant, Joe's New York Pizza uses only the freshest and best available ingredients. From giant slices of hand-tossed pie to calzones, strombolis, fingers, and wings, Joe's serves all your favorites. Stop in for a slice at one of their two Las Vegas locations at Paradise and Harmon or South Las Vegas Boulevard, or you can check out their menu at joesnewyorkpizzalv.com.
Experience the Artisan Hotel's theme suites, restaurant, bar, pool, and complimentary valet. During the week, the Artisan is a quiet Las Vegas retreat that's great for travelers and locals. The weekend is all about nonstop partying and the award-winning Artisan nightlife. All rooms include free gym access and Wi-Fi. The Artisan Hotel is centrally located between the Strip and downtown Las Vegas. Book your stay at artisanhotel.com. The Artisan Hotel, your unique Las Vegas boutique hotel. Have you heard the big news? Vent Blotique Las Vegas has a new name. Now you can call this amazing salon Sparkles Beauty Bar. Sparkles Beauty Bar is a full-service salon specializing in blowouts, makeup, cuts, color, and now mobile services. Same great locations in downtown Summerlin and Henderson off of Green Valley Parkway and Horizon Ridge. Check out all they have to offer at sparklesbeautybars.com. That's sparklesbeautybars.com. Let your best hair day be every day. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. What a combo. Steaks, barbecues, libations, and sports. It all comes together at Saltgrass Steakhouse in the Golden Nugget. Savory charbroiled flavors for steaks, chicken, and seafood are the name of the game at Saltgrass Steakhouse. And speaking of games, they're all on TV. 23 TVs throughout the property. Six bar tops, an incredible variety of cocktails, and the charbroiled menu of perfection and all the games on TV that you can bet on in the book or on the Golden Nugget Sports app. It's a winning combo at Saltgrass Steakhouse. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more. Plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. Hey Golden Knights fans, I'm attorney Adam Kuttner. I'm proud to be an official partner of the Vegas Golden Knights. We're giving you the chance to play at home along with the Golden Knights to win home game tickets through our power play giveaway. Each time the Golden Knights are on a power play, we'll pick one of my Twitter followers who tags me on Twitter with the hashtag Adam Kuttner Power Play. And when the Golden Knights score, that lucky fan wins tickets to the Fortress. So make sure to follow me on Twitter. Go Knights, go! JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free.
And away we go. Another edition of Sports Insider Radio. Heading to Thanksgiving. Lots of cool stuff going on. Football, college hoops, NBA, NHL. All kinds of great action available to you. SportsInsiderRadio.com. You want to check out the website. And we're going to have fun the next hour. We love doing this each and every Wednesday. It's always worth a couple of chuckles. And without further ado... I think we bring the boys right into the fray. Brian Blessing in Las Vegas with John and Mike joining us from Baltimore. David Miller's going to join us shortly. Happy Thanksgiving, kids. What's the big plan for everybody tomorrow? A lot of uh, celebrations. I'm sure, I don't know if John had told you recently, I got engaged. Whoa, congratulations. I did, I did. I finally, she, the best part about her is she knows when it's. I'm in the war room she doesn't bother me when the games are on. She kind of gets a little confused. She goes, I don't get it. The games are on 24-7 every day. I said, that's who you're marrying. That's just how it's going to be for the rest of your life. But she's an athlete. She understands it. She understands the dynamic. She actually gets excited. So, you know, she, it's, she's a good you know, co-pilot for this whole thing we call life. So, and she loves going to the Ravens games where, you know, we'll be Sunday night. I'm actually taking John's to the Sunday night football game with the Browns where we're going to be singing the fight song. I'm going to do it just to start off the show because without Lamar, we got the job done last week. And it's, oh, 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 oh. Brian, what about your fight song? Are you going to sing that one from last week? No, the Bills? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'll, I'll be singing it in February. Oh, all right. Here's 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 the truth. I got it. This is when I go back to heart versus brain. You literally gave us the Colts last week. You, I I know. What what do you mean, heart versus? Wait wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 I'm not going to bet the Colts. Did I bet the Bills? Uh, What did I say to you? But see, like you, you should have told me just bet the Colts. I told you I wasn't betting. I I I, I had hopes. I did. I I sure as hell wasn't laying a touchdown with the Bills against a team that I've been telling you on this show for three weeks was eighty to one, and they're, they're more dangerous than anybody in the AFC right now. Well, whatever. I, you know, I bet props inside the game. I did perfectly fine. <laughs> you know, but I I didn't bet the Bills. I will be. I got news for you. I got news for you. Bet it now, because I will be Thursday. Well, so it's it's funny as a fan, Brian, and John was shocked. He comes in the office on Sunday morning and he sees that I gave out the Bears plus five, and he goes, "What is what's going on? Are you just like are you off the bandwagon?" And he was he was shocked, he was confused, he didn't know what was going. I said, "Look, I like them with Lamar. Even with Lamar, I don't like them covering." The five points on the road. Obviously, you know, Fields has been playing well. The Bears were trending trending upwards, even though they're not winning many games. They're still playing much more competitive. And then I told him, I said, look, I've been reading the reports. I'm having a couple guys that are, you know, close to the, the facility telling me, like, the Mars not going to play. He's been sick all week. So I took a gamble to say, you know what, even with the points, I like them, but he's probably not going to play. Two hours later, the news came out. The line went to one. Couldn't have been any better. I mean, five points at home with a backup quarterback. That's almost a cigar bet. Not that we guarantee anything, but 
that's one of those where, you know, you're, you're going to get a lot of value. You could even have middled that game and won, like John was telling me. He goes, middle it, middle it, middle it. And I said, you know what, I'm going to lay off for this one. I just don't know exactly what Huntley is. And he honestly was exactly what I thought he was going to be, a game manager that didn't make too many mistakes and got the job done when we needed him against a pretty bad Bears team. So it, it worked. I went against them, and it's funny. I, I, I had clients texting me going, no, can't be true. Because, you know, they see me at the games. They see me in my Ravens gear. I'm very, you know, uh, I make great relationships with all my clients. They get to see me and live the life of Mike Safer. So, um, you know, it's funny, the dynamic of these guys that are so intertwined with what we do. They couldn't believe it, Brian. They said, no way, no way. You bet the Bears. No way. So, look, we got the job done. Had another. No, wait, wait, wait. Good you're not going to even. You're not going to even give me a little credit and tell everybody what I said on YouTube. You said I said it to middle it. Okay. John, let me rephrase. John told everybody to middle it, not me. John did. There's the credit. Dave, did you middle it? No. Come on, man. That's, I, I figured you were 100 percent taking him uh, on the one. Our middle's going all over the place, so. Wasn't a big deal. I still, I still, I think I still made money in the game, so I was good with that final. But you didn't think was, to like to just like, grab the Ravens? Out there, guys. What was that? You didn't think to just grab the Ravens when you again? It's an overreaction. I call it on my YouTube channel the injured man theory. Every time there's an injured player, the line overshoots, and then usually the team that has the injured player covers. Not for that game, though. I don't think you overshot. Here's the reason why I felt much. like it was a great bet. Here's the reason why I felt like the Ravens were a great bet. You couldn't get the Bears to be a favorite. That was, to me, the tell. That was the poker hand tell. It went from being a dog to a shorter dog, but they were still saying, we're still making them a dog. They didn't it's crawl. The if they would have went so to bad, I think. Right. But I don't know. Yeah, good good call, even though I don't know. Not sure if you guys had a max bet at plus five while the line was still five, but I'll take your word for it. But, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, anyway, man, so, you, play, you played it the night before. I know you guys were congratulating each other. I'm like, wait a minute, that was my call, I thought. I never heard them say that. Maybe you guys just didn't tell me to bet it. I just figured you were automatically going to bet it. Exactly. Oh, no. no I'm, I'm not just saying it for the not fans. Not even the books they, knew that. <clears throat> the books didn't well, even no, know. One sec, like the, I, books I, had, the books had the I want to give up, the, the credit. The credit is due to David Miller. He was the one that showed me the way for that particular game. So I don't want to take all the credit. I take the credit of putting the game out against every ounce in my body of what I didn't want to do, just kidding, but from a standpoint of getting the best number, I mean, Dave, you had plus six, and that was the night before. No, I got I to gotta be honest, though. So I have a big group that comes over on Saturdays, and one of them, he's real connected, <clears throat> excuse me, real connected, and he said to me when I was looking at college and other things, he goes, man, I think it's 80% Lamar doesn't play. So I turned around and I said, no way, because you can, you can grab five at every book in the world, five or six. And he goes, no, I, I've been 
talking and watch. And I said, if you're sure on that, we should be putting like a hundred grand on plus five or something. And he goes, I'm sure. I go, show me your max bet then right now. You know, that's the way I know when people are serious. I was like, show me your, all your bets you just made then. Cause I was focused on other things. He didn't really show me a bet. So I was like, yeah, I'll grab, I'll grab a, uh, a little bit on it. And then he was like taunting me when it went to one. He's like, I told you, I told you. Like, wow, okay, good call. So it wasn't really my call. So Dave, I didn't study it. Can I can I ask you a question, Dave? Yeah. How do we ahead. how do we get this mystery how do we get this mystery man syndicate on the team? That's that's a question that we're gonna review after the show. He's pretty good too because Seems like the guy knows. The, the guy Cardinals, knows I love it. I love it. When the Cardinals played San Francisco, remember that game? He was like he mm-hmm. was telling me he he goes um Kyler's probably like eighty percent not going to play this one too, and I or before, and I said really, so that's why I loaded up on Frisco. That one two lost, pick them in minus one went to five. They lost. Same thing last week with Seattle. Oh, he's not going to play again. So even though I'm getting all these good numbers, I had Seattle plus three, plus two and a half, closed minus four and a half. You, sometimes you, you you know you run bad, but he, he's pretty good with these. Injury situation. These, you know, when it's a star player and and everybody's going, oh, I don't know if they're going to play. He, he's really good at this. I don't know how he does it. So I don't know exactly. So let me can, at, but he, let me let me ask you let me ask you a question, David. Uh, I noticed that you have a lot of college already pending, and you have a lot of NF. You have uh, one, two, three. I'm assuming that yeah, three NFL games pending. But I noticed that none of those NFL games that are pending are for tomorrow. They're all for Sunday. So why are you not? I'm just curious. Aren't you? Wouldn't you already be involved in tomorrow's games already, as opposed to Sunday's games? Because I can. I'm looking Good at question. your. I'm looking at. Yeah. Good question. No, because they're island games, and it's and it's on a holiday where people are home betting. These are the ones where this is the like the number one wait till the last minute if you're contrarian day. Okay, real, well, real quick, did you one. just get that? Did you just get the pop up on your screen about Lamar Jackson while I'm talking to you? Yeah, just came probable. up on my screen. Yeah, yeah right. So probable. now, how do you handle so, that situation? As we're on the radio and it, it literally comes up live, we're both looking at the same thing. How do you handle that game? Well, I'm we'll, going to that game, obviously. We'll, 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 uh, we'll, we'll tell him tell him what it said. He's looking at it. Probable. He's looking at the same screen. Yeah, but you, yeah, yeah, you both are looking. But the 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 listeners, probable. the listeners don't know. No, Tell the says, listeners. It says here's what it said. It literally said Baltimore Ravens QB Lamar Jackson illness injury probable. Making sure he's going to take the field so Big Mike can watch him on Sunday. Okay, there you go. No, yeah, he's playing. I, I think yeah, I mean, in that guys... situation, I think probable this many days out. I don't know what you guys think or Brian, and I could be wrong, but I, and the definition on the screen is 75% going to play with probable, but I think with this, it's like 90% in my opinion. So let me ask least, you, when, like, I, when I see the line is better, he's gonna three play. and a half right now, what, are you surprised the line hasn't just zoomed into four or five again? Well, because they, they, they already hours. thought the. Well, no, 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 heck no. No, either they pulled it, but it's still there, or the questionable was basically probable in their eyes. Because even though the status will say questionable at, at, at Don Bester, so they, the books have a better feel where they're, where they're like doing what we're trying to do. 
no, he's going to play, or no, he's not. You know, but they really messed up on the on the Kyler Murray, the, on him the last couple of games, and and Arizona still found a way, which was pretty incredible to me. We should be talking about them more, but um, yeah, you guys, you guys got the best two teams in the AFC, so I'm kind of jealous. You guys might have some drama in that championship game, fellas. But I know Indy, Indy's going to be really hard to beat. What's that price? No, yeah, that was a good call. That was a really good call. Well, what's that price? What's that? Which yeah. one? On, on Indy. Oh, now now they're down to 25 to 1. So let me ask you this question. Since we're talking about India, just to segue into that, since uh, Tampa got their nice cover on Monday night, and now everybody's back on the Brady train, uh, isn't this an absolute spot for you to play the Colts at post, getting the home team dog at home against Brady on Sunday, Dave? For 18 years, I've done nothing but lose against Brady. Ask someone else. (laughs) (laughs) Man, talk about a guy not changing his ways for 18 years, huh? Well, I thought that was a good spot on Monday night, and I'm just, here we go. I mean, yeah. I mean, I wasn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't bring up. I didn't bring up what you did on Monday. I was just saying Tampa Bay won on Monday night. Now isn't though? He's right. The Colts look really good. I mean, I mean they they're stacked. So I don't know. Plus three seems good. Yeah, and short week. So I mean, I'll probably probably be playing it. Brian, you have a good feel on the Colts. What do you think? Yeah. The uh, what's the guy's name? Mike Vito Vea, the defensive tackle. For the Bucks, yeah, he didn't even, yeah, right, he didn't even play last week. Yeah, if, if he, not that it was a, yeah, yeah, well, if, if he doesn't play, the thing about the thing about the Colts game with the Bills started Latoule, their nose tackle, who is their the guy that helps them run stuff. The Bills are the number one defense in the NFL. They got destroyed uh, because the nose tackle didn't play, and Taylor went nuts between the tackles. If Vito Vea is not playing for Tampa Bay. I got news for you. Taylor's going to do the same thing to them. I love that guy. He's leading me. He's leading me to the fantasy promised land. Love that guy. Yeah, you won't. You're doing pretty good with that. What's that? Are you doing pretty good with fantasy? So yeah, so it's it's a season long league. I'm not a DFS guy. I don't do daily, so I do pretty hefty entries for the big leagues. But right now, so far, so good. I mean, I'm eight and eight and three, nine and two, and six and five in my three main leagues. I only do three just to so I could stay focused, and it's not really a job. Maintaining three leagues is really easy for me, where I could do everything else in life, and it's not doesn't take over my life like it has in the past, where I would do many more. But um doing very good so far but none of that really matters because the luck factor really comes in when you have to have it count um if you get a buy in one game really to get to the championship otherwise you have to basically win two games in the playoffs which you know any injury could happen it just steamrolls your entire team and you lose but right now i've you know i i feel like i do i put in the process just so like it's very similar when you dave you do the process and you get the right numbers and you just you don't really watch the games particularly. You just let it play out. It's the same thing with fantasy. If you're doing the work throughout the week and you set the correct lineup based on 
um, your analysis and your research throughout the week and, and seeing the better matchups um, that you want out of players, even though they're not the better player, they're playing a better matchup. You know, I don't particularly get obsessed on Sunday over the game. I just let it play out because if I know that the process is superb and it's doing, and I did the right work throughout the week that, you know, I'm happy with, obviously, with the result, win or lose. Yeah, it sounds solid. I love it. My friend gets on me when I when I say, you're watching games again? He gets real aggressive with me. <laughs> but, yeah, he likes to watch every play as a fan. So every week I go, are you, watch- are you over there cheering and watching games? <laughs> and he hates when I say that. I better I better stop saying that or you won't give me those injury plays. <laughs> and it's funny, yeah, the, so. the fantasy guys like myself are so on top of every single player. We're the best guys for the injury reports because we know, like you guys are talking about Lamar. I already knew Lamar was going to play because he's back at practice and it was a non-COVID-related illness where it basically went through the entire team and he's feeling a lot better. Same thing with uh, C.D. Lamb for tomorrow um i have high hopes he's going to play he's he should be a practice now and as long as he passes concussion protocol there's a decent chance he plays which i'm optimistic now after seeing the reports that he is going to even play tomorrow if he plays tomorrow um that's going to be a good sign for the cowboys to have a nice bounce back from their last couple of games because what we saw last game and i'm sure we all thought even from the from a guy like myself who thought it was going to be a shootout in fantasy, there wasn't a single touchdown scored in that game. So um, it's it's one of those things where I'm sorry, there was a touchdown scored in the game, but there wasn't. Um, Mahomes didn't have one, and neither did Dak. But you know, Dak right now, if he doesn't have those weapons, he struggles. And you know, you have Zeke dealing with a knee injury that he said he's going to play through. Their offensive line's been banged up, and. You know, a team like that, you just, if they have all their weapons, they could put up 40 on anybody. Otherwise, um, you know, you're looking at a team where you saw less acceptable. Right. right. <clears throat> yeah, that was good. That was that's good. They're looking good. So let me ask you one more question because I always wondered this. How often do you accidentally have a scratched player in your lineup where you just weren't paying attention and somebody's a scratch? Never. Never. Is that never? Yeah, okay. Because that's the key. No. I know that's one so of the you, for that. You well, hope another guy. There, you prepare that. for it. You have to prepare for it. Like, you'll know Sunday morning with inactives. It gets a little tricky when you have a guy that's questionable on a Sunday night slot or a Monday night slot. So you really don't want to gamble, even if he's questionable, because you don't have another opportunity to swap a guy out. Because the way it works, the lineup's lock as soon as the players start. So the only guys you have left or the guys that, like, at 4 o'clock, and you're really not going to get injury updates at 4 o'clock for a Sunday night or Monday night game. So unless you have a guy that's playing in that game on your roster that you could actually um, be able to swap out last minute when they, you know, they give the injury update for a Monday night game on Monday, I don't like to take that gamble. It gets a little tricky for the 4 o'clock games. Like, for the last couple weeks, if you had Kyler Murray, you know, he's leading up to the game where – Potentially not going to play, but he may play, and he's such a valuable asset that when he does play, you have a little bit of more wiggle room where you might have a backup that's playing in the 4 o'clock slot 
or Sunday night or Monday night, so you could wait all the way up to when they give the inactives for the 4 o'clock games where you could swap them out. But, I mean, bad owners, um, so we have, a, we have a rule in our leagues. If you start an inactive player, you get taxed. So you have to pay a price if you're starting an act. because it's not fair when you're putting in these large entries and they're large payouts at the end of the year when guys that start to suck in the league and they're just not that good, they don't care nearly as much when it's you know November and December. So we tax you. If you're going to start a guy that's not going to play and you don't do your due diligence as an owner, you're going to have to pay a fee. So that's your way to handle it. I love it. I, plus, you kind of said I go about my normal routine and I – so I, I didn't know if you were that focused on, on right around post, what's going on. I know in basketball that would be real hard. You'd have to really be just sitting there staring at the screen. <clears throat> but, yeah, it sounds like you're very well, in strategic. Ba- in basketball, basketball leagues, um, from what I've done in the past, I don't do NBA anymore. Um, they used to do weak lineups. So you set your lineup for the week, and you're just locked in. So if you have an injury, it kind of – ruins your week and you're allowed to do a couple swap outs throughout the week but it's it's too hard with the nba to monitor everything because literally guys will come out come out for shoot around with a minor injury and just sit out because of rest it just doesn't happen like that in the nfl the guys want to play every single week there's only you know 17 weeks so it's really just if they can't go you know usually you don't get all the way to warm-ups every now and then you'll get probably 20 percent of the players that try it out, but you pretty much know throughout the week or leading up to Sunday based on their practice schedule um, if they're going to play or not. And with the NBA, it's a lot more tricky. And that, and even so with, with betting on the NBA, because you're, put, you're getting these lines or you're doing overnight lines, and now with, with injuries was bad enough for years. Now you have the COVID angle where that could be mm-hmm. a late scratch. So it's it's just harder and harder to do overnight bets, especially for me with NBA because of that angle. Because, you know, in the NBA, you take away one of the five players that's a key player. It's a big deal. In the NFL, because you're starting 22 guys, you could mask a guy like John said with, with the injured man theory. You know, you could get away with not having an all-star running back and still be able to win the game. In the NBA, it's a lot harder if one of the top guys sits. And sometimes it doesn't matter either, but it's just you're taking away 20% equity of the starting lineup, where in the NFL you take away one guy and you could still have a game plan where you could still figure out a way to win the game. Right, okay, that makes sense. I didn't so know you let, were let me ask so, involved, so strategic. It's pretty, it's pretty dope. Oh, I'm in it. I'm in it. I learned it from you. It just I just transferred those principles into no. fantasy, and that's why I'm going to win a league this year because of Dave Miller. Oh, come on. <laughs> All right, anyway, what, what's on? <laughs> so what I was going to ask you is worth over 50%. You always give me the small sample size, right? But if I told you there were two angles in the NFL, since all these guys are listening, NFL obsessed, one is 63% and one is 60%, and you had to do no handicapping, you didn't have to stare at the screen, you just bet like a robot. The question for you is, do you think that can be maintained through the season or revert back to the mean? So what, what are the two angles? I've been saying it all, all season. Away road dogs. A road, road dogs, away, right? Um, yeah. They went like 7-2 and two again on Sunday. You have a road dog tomorrow, which is – you only have one road dog tomorrow, which is the, the Raiders plus 7 against Dallas. Um, and the other, the other two 
road teams are road favorites, so they're useless. Um, so if you bet every road dog this season, you're 62-37 and 37 and one, 62.6%. And then how about this one? Brian, if you bet every under this season, you're 90 and 60. You're up 30 games in non-overtime games, 60%. In overtime, if you include all the overtime games, you're 93 and 71. So you had eight games that went over because they went into overtime. But in non-overtime games, I've never seen it that lopsided where you just basically bet the under in every game and you're good. Well, the the overtime counts. Well, it's not that many games. I'm, you're still up 22 games. If you bet the under in every game, you're up 22 games, 93 and 71. In non-overtime games, 90 and 60. So all I'm saying is, yes, there was a, you're 11 and 3 in overtime to the over. Overtime counts, but it still only impacted 30 net games to down to 22. My point is, there's no money being made on the over. And then there's this illusion on these primetime games like on the Pittsburgh game when they score a lot of points, what I notice is the games that get the primetime action, they're the ones that are going over. And when I say primetime, I mean non-cable networks, ABC, Fox, et cetera. And then what I notice is when the games are moved from the non-regular, non-cable channels to the you got to watch the red zone or whatever, those games are staying under. Those well, games, obviously, the, you're looking at the numbers, 30 net units if you just bet every under. Or 22 units if you just bet every under. It's crazy. Now, tomorrow, like David said, it's an island. Every game is on TV. So that, that won't come into play, obviously. But it's, it's like the players know when they're on national television and they're not. It's crazy. I still think it's a small sample size unless there's some reason for it. I'm always I mean, in again, like, if there's any trend that works. Some bias. No, I, I I understand you. So you don't look at like the Cowboys tomorrow. Obviously, they're the number one team against the spread beside the Packers. Both te- uh, Packers are nine and two ATS. Dallas is eight and two ATS. And um, and the the fourth spot, believe it or not, is Detroit is six and four ATS. Now that's 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 interesting. Detroit, you know, the team is zero and nine and one. And they're six and four against the spread. So talking about getting good value on a game like that. I did want to ask you a question, Dave. Um, do you know there's one team that if you bet from last, not this year, not this September, September of 22, do you know there's one team that all the wise guys get killed on and they just can't make money with them? Currently, you're eight and 18 in the last 25 games. If you've taken this team, you're down 10 units. Do you know which team that is? It's the Chiefs. Jets. Jets. They're two and eight. They're two and eight this season. The Jets are two and eight. They're the worst team against the spread right now. And then last season, they were uh, an, an, a miserable six and uh, five and ten. Uh, five and ten against the spread. So did down tell so they were they were five and eleven against the spread last season, and they're two and eight against the spread this season. And I was just wondering if you see uh, these groups just coming in and just keep pounding the Jets no matter what. Yeah, I mean, sometimes they auto-bet teams like that, myself included. I, I haven't been involved in the Jets too much, a little bit. Uh, but, yeah, you know how they are. They like the teams that are 
non-desired, that would be the Jets. Sure. But the thing yeah. is, when you what take you... a team like, well, when you take a team like Detroit, that's non-desirable. You would think that that's what usually should happen with a team like the Jets, because the the Jets. I mean, you're talking about a team that has not won a game in their six and four ATS. So, in it, you would think that the, the the same guys that are running on the Jets for the last two years are also pounding Detroit. Yeah, um, maybe. Maybe the spots have seemed better for the Jets. The spots always seem good for teams like the Jets. <laughs> they just because they they're getting more points. Because they're getting more points. Well, the Lions are getting some too. I, I think they've done. How how have the Lions done against the spread? They're said they're zero and nine. They're zero and nine. This zero and nine and one and six and four ATS. <laughs> so they're you're sixty percent against the spread if you're betting on the Lions. Wow. See, I, I feel I feel without knowing that they haven't done well. So that was interesting. Right. So the only yeah the only team that hasn't done well. Yeah, the only team that has. Now, what's interesting in this Jets game? That's why I bring it up. Is you have the the Egg Bowl basically. You got two teams that are two and eight. Texans and Jets. Um, you know the Jets are the Jets are. Uh, two and eight ATS. They can't cover a number if their life depended on it. Even even though they're always getting points, and then you have Houston, and Houston is five and five ATS. So it's just like I wonder if these groups are going to come in and just hammer the Jets again, or they're going to take pause and say, well, you know, you got the small home team favorite at home, even though you don't really want to lay two and a half with a team that's two and eight. So I guess the auto bet spot is I'm answering the question is always going to be the dog in that situation. I, I don't even know if there is an auto bet spot there. Uh, I don't know. I, I just no no feel myself. I, I don't know. Is anyone else, so, does anyone so, else have an opinion? Well, I want to ask. Let me ask you this question: Do you find it harder on a week when there's no double digit uh, numbers? So, like, this weekend no. is the weekend of three and two. Every number. I mean, this is amazing. Green Bay, two and a half. San Francisco, two and a half. Chargers, two and a half. Colts, two and a half. Houston, two and a half. <clears throat> I mean, the, the Bengals, three and a half. Ravens, three and a half. The entire board is two and a half and three and a half on Sunday. We're not talking about tomorrow. Sounds exciting. I don't know. That sounds exciting for me. Is, don't you think that presents hours, a lot more middling opportunities? Yeah, that's why I'm excited, especially being here. I'm able to – I've seen some crazy NFL sides here, too. And some of these apps, you can you can click a lot. You can put a lot in if you want. I've seen some crazy news. Right. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. How the NBA been Yeah, really good. And tomorrow I'll be betting two all day. So nothing will change. Quick trip to Vegas too that I have to make for a day. And oh, well, that's cool. You're gonna see the you're gonna, you're gonna see the family for Thanksgiving and then roll back. And collect some money and then roll back. Got it. Close. No, they were. What I, if, I saw my influence. They were here. Oh, cool. Let me ask you: When you see this uh, alert that just came up on your screen, how much do you think that impacts? Like, do, is it just because of COVID, I don't remember this many flu cases 
Like Anthony Davis just came up, flu, questionable uh, for the Lakers. Um, like, do you? I can't remember last year. Was there was a lot of flu injuries or no? I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. It does seem like there's a lot. I know how many how many times do these guys get sick. Must be the lack of. Well, it's amazing. Travel. These guys are like elite at like these guys are elite athletes, and like uh, Mike was saying, I mean, what is it? The whole Raven team. Mike had the flu last week. They did, yeah. So you know, but I that, feel like we're we're in that time of the year where, especially with COVID, um, now that we're bundled inside, we're going to see it a lot more. So you know, what do I do? I'm prepared for these situations. For fantasy, I'm prepared with depth. For NFL Sundays, I'm prepared to X games out based on the information that I'm getting. And I know it's not just worrying about somebody getting hurt last Sunday and not being in next week. I know at any point, you know, a quarterback on the team could have COVID. The whole actual quarterback room now is exposed. We've had this in the past. So all the quarterbacks are out, and that's – that's a commonality. We're we're just at this point I feel like we're more used to it this year than we were last year when it just comes out of nowhere. So maybe that's the new norm. It's just we gotta prepare better. We have to do more work and but that's why we get paid the big bucks is to be into it twenty four seven. And and this year is no exception with, with COVID. I feel like, you know, going into this year I was a little bit unsure based on all the fans coming back in the stadiums. Um how it's going to play out. They were talking about, look, we're not going to um, postpone games. We're going to, you know, have forfeits. We haven't even come close to a forfeit, which is incredible. So uh, it's exciting. It's It felt like, you know, at some point we were never going to get back to some sort of normality with, you know, with football. But it seems like this year it's been just like, it's not even here. Yeah, we have injuries, but COVID and injury, it's like the same thing. The guys are out for a week. They come back. They play. So, it's, I'm just excited about the best time of the year, which is not just NFL. It's the bowl games, which Brian is, I know, excited about. He loves them as much as I do because of that neutral court scenario, the neutral field. Now that fans are traveling again and how these flocks go to these stadiums, where it becomes a home game, we just didn't have that last year. And a lot of those subsidiary bowls didn't even happen last year. So now that we have it all back, I think it's, it's a really cool time. And uh, besides everything, I just want to wish everybody on the show uh, a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Very nice. Well done. By the way, I'm, I just want to ask you guys, generally speaking, go back to tomorrow for just a second. Do you know Maryland Eastern Shore just went in a halftime? Is that important to you, Brian? I didn't know it was a school. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, the, the Thanksgiving Day games. I'm always looking at the visiting teams across the board. Always. Every year. It's a business trip. Detroit, Dallas, home, fat and happy. And friends and family are all there, and they're going to be celebrating Thanksgiving that day. They've got distractions up and down all around them. And the, the road team's going in there going, it's a business trip. We're going in there to play a football game. We'll deal with Thanksgiving tomorrow when we get home. And it's amazing how often the home team is just so distracted on holidays. Same thing rings true for the NBA teams on Christmas Day. 
That's yeah. very, very mm-hmm. true. Is, it, is that what you're basically saying about the Bills tomorrow, that they're just going on a business trip and just destroy the Saints? Is that really? Well, I said all three road, all, all, all three road teams. But you mean the Bills? But you really mean no, the Bills? No, I mean I mean all the road teams. Okay. The, the sure, Bills, the sure. Bills, the Bills are going to kill them just because. But the oh, the other, okay. the other, the other two teams, yeah. Do you remember what the Bills did to the Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day a couple of years ago? They destroyed them. This is true. This was the Josh Allen effect. The Bills, the really Bills, the Bills going. play big on prime time when they, when they've got the spotlight. They play great. The only time they've stubbed their toe, they were about to win the game at Tennessee, and Allen slipped on fourth down on the quarterback sneak. There's something's not right with them. There's there's clearly something not right with them. But it's amazing. Oh, the Patriots, this and the Patriots, that and it. like okay. I get it. They've hit a cold snap. It's amazing. One week to the next. Oh, who's the flavor of the... Oh, Dallas. Dallas is the team. Dallas, you know, spits the bit against Denver. Oh, who's the new... Oh, the Rams. The Rams. The the, the Niners kill the Rams. Who's who's the flavor of the day? You know, it's like... It's amazing this year. You can't trust anything one week to the next. I said, you know I said this all year long. Tyrod Taylor would pull off one or two big upsets with Houston during the year. And he beats Tennessee. Ten-point dog. They win outright. So now you're telling me Tennessee all of a sudden is catching six points at New England? That's insanity. That's a lot. That is a lot. Well, can I, can I, can I, can I ask about the Egg Bowl? Sure, you, it's your show. <laughs> you well, can, I mean, you can do anything you my, want. Just don't. What about you know, the egg bowl? I mean, what let about me. It? Hey, wait a minute. We already had Mike singing a fight song. I mean, yeah, you could talk about the egg ball. <laughs> so, so would you? Would you like for me to sing it again? It actually, it wasn't. It, it wasn't a song. You weren't singing anything. You were just hum, humming. No, it's a song. It's. I could send you the link after the show. What are the words? Um, well, there's not many words. So listen, <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk about the Egg Bowl. The, the Egg Bowl's been going on. Do you know that this one is? The Egg Bowl started in 1901. The current win streak for the Egg Bowl is Ole Miss has won 17 games in a row. Ole Miss has won 17 games in a row. So my question to you, Dave, is because you hate this sample size, stats, and trends. Do you look at that? Do you use that? Do you care about that? Or because there's NFL football, you won't even be looking at Fresno State, San Jose State, and Mississippi, Mississippi State, otherwise known as the Egg Bowl. They better. They just have a better team every year, or or then it's an, an anomaly. That's it. I, I don't know. Go ahead, Brian. This one's for you. What, the Egg Bowl? Yeah. 17 games at Mississippi that? Winning Street? I mean, Mississippi the- State went from one to two and a half. They went from, my, point is, my point is they went from one to two and a half on the screen, and I don't think that's for any other reason. It just popped to three at some spots. 
And I think that's because people are listening to me right now while I'm talking about it. Literally, look at this. It just popped. My question is, <laughs> is that because you have a team that's 7-4 and four against a team that's 9-2, and two, and then they, they, have this guy, they have this number every Thanksgiving? So do you think that these line moves, Dave, are based upon stats and trends? It's got to be. It can't be because people are actually so. handicapping this game. What do you mean? I, I think they're handicapping the game. I think. Okay. All right. I, I, Are you guys excited I that I brought up the egg bowl? You don't. I'm not getting a lot of egg love here. I don't. I don't. I'm just not into trends at all. I'm like, I guess other people are, but so it's hard for me to talk about trends. I just think every game is a new game. I mean, maybe the Thanksgiving home team doesn't have as big of an advantage. I'll go with that one. That's a good trend because that makes sense and. You, you, there's there's really good logic there. there. There's not just every Tuesday at eight o'clock this happens. You know, it, it, there's good logic there. Most of the time, trends are just variants. But that Thanksgiving one, I'll go with that one. That's that's solid. But the rest of it, do you I, get I don't involved? Know. Some of them. Do you, do you get involved in these football games that are non-NFL, or or if or uh, is it just? I mean, we realize the handle on these games is much less, right? We realize yeah, that yeah, most no, people. Yeah, I do. Are, I do. Yeah, I get involved in I get involved in everything. Uh, but yeah, as far as trends, you love to go well this and that, and you love doing that. But I, I can't. I don't know. I can't get into it. Okay. I don't know. I can't because I just think everything's factored in. All of that. There's some of them. Or the other one that that I believed in that that you guys said was whenever a team plays a gets beat up against a tough defense that carries over into the next week. I, I like that one. That's a trend. But that's mm-hmm. not really something you're going to see on paper. You have to you have to really look at it with your own eyes. So I don't think that's factored in as much. Maybe not at all. Got it. So I like that one. Now too. let me just let but me just road, transition Go ahead. Yeah, the road team last Tuesday and every three weeks all that stuff I don't believe in any of it. But I could be wrong. I'm just okay. saying it's my own belief. No, I understand. You know, so. Well, I want to ask you this. I want to ask you this question. I know you're very active as you're machine gunning my phone with your your NBA yeah. action right now. I haven't actually looked at it because we're on the air. But what I wanted to ask you is: Are the major betting groups getting is is the Warriors their Jets meeting? The Warriors can't not cover when they win. They're fifteen and two, straight up. They're twelve and four <clears throat> ATS. They're the number one team in in NBA. That means basically if Warriors win. Warriors cover, period. They can't make the line high. Yeah, but, I, but not this, the other night. You had Phoenix on a 12-game. Not the other night. Still, they've only not covered four games the entire season. Yeah, but the point is, Phoenix is on a 12-game winning streak, right? So they're sitting there, and they make them a five-and-a-half-point favorite. And they end up winning the game by four. Right. But, I, know, but, I, was, but, I, I know. No, no, yeah, but the point is, that they probably, the odds makers probably had them as a three-and-a-half point favorite in that game, right? Seriously. But they're on a 12-game winning streak, and they know people are going to bet the winning streak, so they, they inflate the number up, and then they continue to bet it up, and the game falls the other way because there was a shade put on it because of the winning streak. It's, it's not like the odds makers aren't aware of the winning streaks and do something to combat those things. Right. So my question is, are these betting syndicates, Dave, just 
auto betting against the Warriors because they realize they're getting more value. Maybe they should be getting eight or nine tonight, but they're getting ten and a half. I don't think they're auto betting, uh, but they're looking the other way or passing. They're not just going to go with the Warriors of 15 and two against the spread. Nobody solo does that, like that I know. They're looking to play the other way or pass. So, because the public's doing uh, and, what and, you're saying. Right, and Brian, you brought up the Suns. Did you know? Do you know the second team against the spread that can't not win and cover? The uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. The, Cleveland Cavaliers are eleven and five ATS. They they can't do no wrong for so they're nine and nine straight up. They cover literally every game because they cover almost every game as a dog. And then you have this perfect storm where the Suns are laying seven and a half at Cleveland tonight. So I'm going to assume that they should be getting more than seven and a half, but they bring the number down because people know that. And the college hoops they don't know in, that in college hoops out of the gate, these Thanksgiving tournaments, these preseason tournaments, uh, they're neutral but not so neutral courts. There's a lot of cool stuff going on. The college hoops is great out of the gate. Mike was on a eight and what were you, Mike, on an eight and no run last week in college hoops? I was, and I had I lost the first two games on Monday, but then yesterday came back with a solid two and one. But before we go on, I wanted to let Brian hear something. Hold on one second. <laughs> I want to. I want to hear you doing it. That's not uh, your song. Uh, that's you want you Nation to do it. Army stripes. Uh, I'm going to wear headphones when I'm standing next to him at the game. You guys can't get something original and creative of your own? You got to go like scarfing somebody else's stuff? Oh, Listen, man. when you keep when you keep making the playoffs, yeah. it works. So we'll just keep doing it, and it works. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see who's the, you know. Falls a little later in the playoffs this year. We have we have two really good teams, and it's it's been a competition for a few years now. It's exciting. It's fun. Um, uh, you know, all my fans that listen to the radio show are always going. I can't believe those guys just beat you up nonstop. That's the Ravens just beat you up, and you just take it. I said, what do you, you know mean? What? We, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean we beat you up? It's what I'm told. I said, I'm just well. I'm just then these people got to the get they got to get the wax out of their ears. We 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 come on every week at the beginning of this show. Tell me if I'm wrong, John. You know, the start of the show, we come out, we get a four and a half minute diatribe on the state of the Ravens every week. How are we beating this guy up? People want to know. They always want to know. That's why the show know. tuned into the Ravens. <laughs> well, here, actually, for the listeners that are listening, we already got one free selection from Brian on the on the Bills. The question I have to you, Brian, is, or to Dave, and then I'll ask Brian is. If you loved them at six, shouldn't you have been on them at four? Yeah, it came out Sunday night, four. And who loved, as long, who loved them at six? Well, Brian still loves them at six. Well, I, yeah, but I, I bet them at four and a half. Oh. So my question, so Dave, when you when you look at that, what do you see? That's just an auto-fade spot at post if they go. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. To me, I look at that and go, okay, 
if there's a big line move around post, I'll probably fade it either direction. The line looks about right. It, right. Meaning if it if it went from let's say six to seven. Are you talking if about it went from six which to game? Are you, ta- are you talking about tomorrow the night? Game? Tomorrow night's tomorrow night's Bills game. Oh no, standard Saint spot. Yeah, standard. Oh. Sorry, I thought right. you were talking Same about spot. Where you, you where, where, right? Where, where you're going to take the same no, standard? Is what I'm saying. Even at six, even at six, standard, in my opinion. But I don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think it will go to seven, which is you really. I, think I, Brian, see, I don't know, Brian. You think make. it's going to go seven, Brian? You think it's going to go to seven? Yeah, because I don't think so. Yeah, it is because it, the Thanksgiving games move a lot. No, but historically, it, there's but, massive moves. But it's going to go to seven because. Kamara and now Mark Ingram did not practice today. So now neither one of their running backs are a sure thing to play in that game tomorrow night. And and the only way they're beating the Bills is if they run the ball, shorten the game, and keep Josh Allen off the field. Because Simeon's not going to be doing much against the Bills' defense. So the Saints have to run the ball, and Kamara and Ingram are both highly in doubt to play. And if if it if it's deemed that those guys are indeed out, that game's going to seven. And we have, well, what about I, Tony I, Jones I, Jr.? I, what about Tony Thanks Jones Jr.? No faith. The the handle the handle they're going to get tomorrow is going to make it probably go to seven. And, hmm. and talk about overreaction. It'll be tomorrow. There's always over it. Thanksgiving has such big moves. Historic. I never I never bet early anymore. Never. I kept trying to bet early. Well, you could bet early if you're trying to. Well, you could bet early if you're trying. If you think the favorite's going to go up, you can just take the Bills minus four, five, six, yeah. and come back with the other way on seven, seven and a half. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but that's that's getting creative right there. You, you saw it already move a lot, so it's easy to say it. But yeah, it, you can. Yeah, things could go wrong, but they haven't yet in that line. But I seem to have a bad feel for the Thanksgiving betting early. So I said, okay, I'm going to try to not bet early. Even though I say I'm never going to, it's try, basically, to not bet early. Hey, David Miller. My feels off. John and Mike, sportsinsiderradio.com. We invite you to check out the website. Enjoy the turkey. Have fun at the Ravens game over the weekend. And we'll do it again next week, boys. Thanks for doing it. You got it. It's always a treat. Happy Thanksgiving, fellas. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Call free.
It's the Vegas Board, Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas, and KSHP.com. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. For the first time in three weeks, gas prices are below $3.40 a gallon. AAA showing the national average for regular is down a half cent, just under that $3.40 a gallon mark. This 